So, folks, welcome back to the show, All That's Left. I'm Frank Ebersold, and, oh, I just have to share with you what my day was like today. So, I agreed to be on the Brian Callen Show uh, to debate someone named Dr. Robert Epstein. Now, Dr. Robert Epstein thinks he's figured out that Google is exercising massive amounts of political bias in terms of their search results, especially around elections, and he's got all of these algorithms that he thinks proves the case. But uh, my whole thing with this is that I don't doubt that there are, there are some problems out there in terms of these search engines, but by God, we don't know what the Google algorithms are doing. Nobody knows. And you can't tell me that sampling 2,742 search engine results is going to tell you what Google is up to in terms of this this whole scheme that he's trying to prove that Google is manipulating elections. I, I just I just don't buy it. I mean, it's it's like another one of those those conspiracy theories that. And I told him this. I said it just gives people another reason to say, "Oh, look, yeah, you know, the election's rigged." When when your whole premise is bogged down by you can't figure out what the algorithm is doing in the first place that Google has. And, you know, they process three and a half billion searches a day, and you think that 2,742 examinations is going to prove something. I I mean, it just, it's ludicrous. Um, Yes, we need to regulate these people, but, you know, be fair and honest about what you're doing, right? I mean, that's, that's my whole thing. Be honest, and I'll let you guys know when this debate is coming up. I was on there for two hours two hours today so let's get to what's happening so you know who's really happy today folks E. Jean Carroll here she is leaving the courthouse today smiles all around she won her lawsuit her civil lawsuit against Donald Trump she won a five million dollar settlement for what she says Donald Trump did to her in a Bergdorf Goodman luxury department store in 1996 in New York. $5 million. And take a look at this. So this news is starting to get out, and a lot of the reporters are asking people like this senator from Tennessee what he thinks about that case that Trump just lost. And he's with Neil Cavuto on Fox News. Have a listen to this. Wondering... Uh, whether you agree that uh, maybe another nominee wouldn't have as many as many burdens, whether justified or not. No, Neil, I, I think we've seen President Trump under attack since before he became president. Uh, this has been going on for, for years, and he's been amazing in his ability to weather these sorts of attacks. The American public has been amazing in their support for him through all of it. Um, did it even occur to him that a civil lawsuit just found Donald Trump guilty for defamation, battery, and sexual abuse. I mean, raping E. Jean Carroll. I mean, does does any of that, like, hit home? Evidently not. All he's worried about is the fact that Donald Trump, as a candidate, seems to be able to weather the storms. Never mind the fact that he just lost this lawsuit. Don't even give 1% of your of, of thought to that, Senator Haggerty. I mean, when it comes to morals, folks... The Republicans seem to be really good at picking and choosing what they like and when they like it. And this is a case of them doing just that. I mean, it's it's insane. And Kevin McCarthy today evidently can't say, after the civil lawsuit was found to be uh, 
for E. Jean Carroll and that $5 million award, he can't seem to find it in himself to say whether or not he still supports Trump. <laughs> so they're just, they're just trying to figure out where everybody else is on this. You know, where it seems like, um, you know, their GPS is what everybody else thinks. What does everybody else think? Okay, I'll make a statement once I figure that out. (laughs) And then you've got George Santos. He may appear as early as tomorrow morning in court to answer to charges of false statements that he made in his campaign filings. I mean, it just, just doesn't end, does it, with these people? It doesn't end. And then you've got Carrie Lake on Pierce Morgan's show, and and she's talking about the Second Amendment and listen to the what her answers are to some of these questions that Pierce Morgan has. Being we comfortable, threw, Carrie. Threw but the founding fathers have been comfortable watching this absolutely never-ending no. series of mass shootings. No. Would they have thought that was what they meant by the Second Amendment? The no. Would they have looked to perhaps to tailor it? The founding times. fathers would have never been okay with what they're seeing right now, which is tyranny on our... Uh, so she just totally pivots to tyranny. So the founding fathers would have no problem with all of the shootings that are going on right now. No problem whatsoever. They would look beyond that to tyranny. And listen to what she's talking about in terms of tyranny. ...land once again. And the Second Amendment was put in place. We already pushed back the tyrants once. And we didn't give up. We clung to our, our guns. Who's the tyranny from? The tyranny was from the monarchy. We no, but now. And now we're seeing an overreaching <laughs> government. We're seeing a lying media lying to us, taking our livelihoods away with COVID restrictions no. and imposing no. all of that on our children what? and on our families and on our education. And we don't want to have to throw back the tyrants again. But We don't want to have to throw back the tyrants again. I mean, this is, this is totally a pivot from hell. This is a pivot from hell. Yes, the Founding Fathers would be concerned about all of the killing that's going on with the AR-15s. They would be immensely concerned about that because they're human. I mean, humans are concerned when people are running around killing each other like this with guns and it just gets worse and worse every year. Nobody does anything about it. Yes, they would be upset about that, Carrie Lake. They would not pivot to some sort of stupidity about COVID or God knows what else she talked about. They, they would not do that. But she does. Just doesn't end. It just doesn't end with these people, folks, I'll tell you. So we've got Tucker Carlson back in the news. He's a little upset. Tucker is, is a little unhappy here, folks. And what he's complaining about is his contract. He's accusing Fox of fraud and contract breach, if you can believe that. So what he wants to do, Tucker wants to go out and put his show on Twitter, right? Evidently, you know, he's worked something out with Elon who desperately needs the attention. Uh, Twitter needs the, you know, the the views, you know, it's, uh, it's just bleeding money left and right. So yes, you know, they've worked something out, but he can't do it because he's got this contractual obligation. And he's already said that, you know, starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter, but the contract's not letting him do it. So what he's doing is his contract evidently runs until January 2025, and Fox wants to keep paying him, which would prevent him from starting a competing show. 
I mean, it just doesn't get any better in, than this. So what he's doing is he's alleging that Fox News broke an agreement with himself, Tucker Carlson, not to leak his private communications to the media and not to use Carlson's private messages to take any adverse employment action against him. Who would agree to that? I mean, just think about this. Would Fox agree to not use Tucker Carlson's private messages to take any adverse employment action against him? No. No. Nobody would do that. I mean, that's that's just begging for a lawsuit. You know, no matter what somebody's doing in Twitter, you can't fire me because, you know, I've got an agreement that says you can't fire me for what I say on Twitter or any other private messages. No. I mean, if, if they see something bad going on, why would they hamstring themselves to not be able to fire Tucker? I mean, this is, this is ludicrous, but it's going to end up in the courts. The good thing about it, folks, is that we're probably not going to see Tucker anywhere, thankfully, doing a show for the foreseeable future. And I'm okay with that. So, folks, I want to thank you for joining me. And I'll let you know when that Brian Callen show finally airs and you can hear it for yourself. Till then, we'll look for you next time.